Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Is Bob ever around anymore? (laughs) Tonight he's on an airplane with the hockey team. They're going to Minnesota. They got a game tomorrow. A little uh, one-game road trip in between home dates with Winnipeg, which we will recap, and New York, which we will see a couple of Oilers Hall of Famers inducted into that uh, ring of honour, so to say. Um, Lots to get you caught up on. It's been a busy weekend. I missed you for the last couple of days at the end of last week. And uh, my, oh, my, 1-3-1 and for this Oilers team. We're going to look into it. It's a MACT Monday with Craig McTavish. He's coming up in about a half hour's time. Inside the game analyst Rob Brown will break it down as well and we do have a farm report coming up at 6 30 with condors head coach colin chalk he's going to have a new veteran to work with down there on the farm that's part of the news today we'll get all of that in and we'll get you caught up on everything you need to know here oilers now brought to you as always by world of spas and again bob will take over Uh, we assume he'll be ready to rock in the hotel room an hour from now So, uh, by the 6 o'clock news, we can figure to have the big guy back in. Okay, uh, let's let's go to the top story today, brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, and uh, as of about 12 hours ago, it's heating. Oh boy, it's heating. Uh, Give them a call, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. Top story is this. Connor McDavid originally listed out one to two weeks, but head coach Jay Woodcroft will not rule him out for the Heritage Classic next Sunday in Edmonton at Commonwealth Stadium. He's kind of a freak of nature. We've seen that on display for the last seven plus years. So I guess we've learned maybe don't rule him out of a regular person's timeline. Let's get into the audio vault right away here uh, for our friends at uh, Direct Workwear. The women's only workwear store now open, located four doors north of their Direct Workwear location on Gateway Boulevard. Find out more at womensworkwear.ca. So the update today from Jay Woodcroft on uh, McDavid's injury is this. I've learned when it comes to Connor, nothing's off the table. And, uh, you know, you know what? I think the way I took the news yesterday, I tried to kind of hint towards it after the game was it's, we think it's, it, it, you know, it's something more, a little bit more, more muscular than anything. Sometimes that just takes time. That's good news. I take that as good news. And I take that time frame that was put out there yesterday as good news. We'll see how he does. He's just uh, he's just got to get healthy here. Of course, it's it's uh, alert status red. I mean, is is that what we can call it when the captain is on the sidelines? Last time it happened, February of uh, 2020, didn't go terrible. Uh, it was about the 11th of that month to the 20th or so. They went three, two, and one. 
I mean, they can manage. And you should be able to when you've got Leon Dreisaitl on the team and the, the surrounding cast that they have assembled over the last while. But as you and I have seen over the first five games of this year, it hasn't been clicking. It hasn't gelled together. And in fact, they uh, were only able to muster one point against Winnipeg on home ice. We're in the audio vault, so let's hear how that one sounded. It was uh, Jack on the call on Saturday night. The Edmonton Oilers returning after splitting a pair of road games and returning for game number two at Rogers Place. Here's Leon Drysaddle. Hyman streaking for the net. Drysaddle button hooks, dishes off to Connor McDavid to the middle, and Nurse scores. Darnell Nurse put it top right corner. Then back door to Drysaddle. One timer, Bouchard score. 2 nothing Edmonton. Even when McDavid, however briefly, looks awkward, Bob, he's still able to make a play. Oh, there's no question about it. You mentioned that stat. The Oilers hadn't had a goal from the D in the first two, uh, first four games. They got two here in the first six minutes and 11 seconds. And Dreisaitl, as Connor Hellebach had gotten way out of position, he tried to charge out, cut the angle on Leon, and Leon just swung it back in a boost bomb from distance, and it's 2-0 Edmonton. Now Morrissey, a blast off the draw. Just as the power play was coming to an end. Drysaddle was not out of the box. This will be a power play goal. Fan on the breakout. We're going to have a fight. Brendan Dillon and Evander Kane and they'll take the helmets off. In the Winnipeg zone, it's Evander Kane and Dillon. Short with a left jab. Evander Kane trying to get his game going. Misses with a riled right hand. Dillon short with a couple of rights and then eats a couple of right hooks and comes back with a right of his own. The two tumble to the ice. Brendan Dillon, a more than willing combatant. Evander Kane caught him with a good right hook, and Dillon was able to straighten up and land a right of his own. From the left side, that'll careen off the board. Skinner way out to play it. Taken away by Ayafalo, rolled it in front, and it's poked in, and just like that, the Jets have tied the game. Skinner gambled and lost. Ayafalo stayed with it, and Nemestikov was able to brush it across the line. And we'll try to decide this in the three-on-three session. Oilers have outshot the Jets 40 to 26. Final 70 seconds of overtime. Morrissey in front, tipped home by Shifley, and the Jets win it 3 to 2. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. You're out to a 2 nothing lead. And Darnell Nurse, you know, getting it going real early, about 95 seconds into that hockey game. But it was Mark Shifley at 3.53 of overtime that was ultimately the deciding factor. Now, you talk about giving up points early in the season, and unfortunately, we're talking about it 
again. And now you've got to really worry about stemming those tides with the captain on the sidelines. We don't know how long that's going to be for, and you heard Woodcroft is quite optimistic about uh, what that timeline is going to be. But again, when you've got a team out there that isn't necessarily clicking, and if that isn't evidenced in their play, it sure has been in sort of the frustration that's that's surrounding things right now. A couple things that have been tearing up Oilers Twitter or X, as it were, whether it was comments in the uh, in the intermission interview by Evander Kane, which I think are really overblown or uh, or otherwise. But again, you, you have a, a hockey team you expect to see winning a Stanley Cup and a hockey market that wants that more than perhaps any other. And when you're not seeing that success out of the gate, this is what we're enduring. 780-496-0063 is the Ashley Fine Floors text line if you want to get in on the conversation. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. The frustrating thing for me really is it's, and I said this in the crossover, it's a lot of the same issues that we're seeing still with this team. The the puck handling by Stuart Skinner. I mean, if that's not something that he worked on all summer long, I'd be very surprised. But the end result is the same. And it's not the preseason right now. So uh, frustration certainly justified for an Oilers team, again, that outshot Winnipeg 40-27 to in that game. They beat him in the face-off dot. They out-hit them. Uh, you know, a good fight there by Kane. And uh, you just don't get the end result. So what's separating them from the end result right now? Well, that's a super good question that I'm going to save for uh, Craig McTavish in MACT Mondays for our friends at Contract Equipment coming up in in a little bit here. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins asked what's missing offensively right now. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, something we talked about after the first, especially after the first game, was uh, putting the puck from the point a little bit more. And I thought uh, the demon had been doing a, a really good job of that last few games. And it comes down to the forwards getting to the net and getting those second, third opportunities and, and battling away. And I think last game we did a good job of that. Uh, we just couldn't find any. Um, so it, it's continuing to work on that. Uh, it, it's finding each other, building that chemistry again. Uh, I think we're a confident team that we can uh, get back to our, our offensive ways. Yeah, and and there's no shortage of guys who can put that together that have been playing together for the last couple of years. So on the power play, it looks like Kane and Hyman are going to both feature. So maybe more pucks on net and get get to the slop trough, I believe they call it, right in the goal mouth there and see if you can't bang some home instead of the beautiful east-west passes that go through the legs of three or four opponents. Maybe that's how the power play has to look, although five-on-five scoring is still really where this team needs to in on um, talking about playing without Connor McDavid here again is Nuge. Big part of our team and our leader, so uh, we're gonna have to pick it up for him. Um, I thought the way we played uh, last game was was better, uh, full sixty, and um, just the, the way that we played with the, with the pace and uh, everybody playing together. Um, that's not gonna change tomorrow. Uh, we gotta keep that going, and uh, it doesn't really matter who's in the lineup. Um, you gotta pick up the pieces and then go from there. 
in the air right now or maybe just touching down in the Twin Cities ahead of tomorrow's game at Minnesota. It's Ryan Nugent Hopkins from practice earlier. He also talked about the power play without McDavid. Yeah, I mean, of course it uh, changes the complexion when you uh, when you lose a guy like Connor uh, who can just uh, make so much happen 5-on-5 uh, or power play, but um, but I mean, obviously Kaner uh, knows what he's doing, got a great shot, try to try to find him in some good spots and um, I think the important thing is probably shoot shoot the puck a little bit more right now and uh, just get those pucks back win those little battles and play road hockey from there there you go so that's how they're looking to uh, go about it tomorrow Minnesota, the host team, Edmonton looking to gain some traction. Really, you could have bottled the audio vault, the top story, and the injury report all into one today. Top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for one year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. Um, Maybe not the two-week end of the spectrum when you're talking about the one- to two-week time frame for McDavid's upper body injury. That's the word today from the head coach. Remember, he's a superhuman, so let's just wait and see. And I, you can't tell me that he is not going to do absolutely everything he can. And maybe that just means resting a little bit for a couple of days here to get back on the ice if he can for Sunday's Heritage Classic. I don't know how much of a stretch that is because I don't know what the injury is nor the severity. But if he can be out there to help showcase this team and this game to that audience, he will be. So if you've bought a ticket... I'm not going to say hold your breath. I don't want you doing that, but <laughs> but uh, you know, hold out some faith, okay? So uh, that is the injury report. Pardon me, that is the top story. But yeah, we're going to call that the injury report as well, which is brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Let's put a bookmark in it for a minute here. We'll bring it back with some texts. NHL today as well. Only one other game, uh, one game at all going on tonight but we'll tell you what else happened over the weekend and around the league when we get back it's brendan escott in for bob for the first hour of today's edition of oilers now Funny texts here at 780-496-0063. I'll get to those in a second. We have heard in the audio vault uh, that Connor McDavid is questionable for the Heritage Classic. They won't rule him out. You see, he's... Uh, See, he's built a little differently. Shirley says, personally, I think they should look at who's calling these games right now. So far, Cam Moon sitting at 1-1. One one. Jack Michaels, he's 0-2-1. Maybe it's the game callers affecting the team. That's from Shirley in Leduc. Uh, Kim has texted as well. Uh, hey, I think they're going to they're gonna end up numbing up McDavid so he can at least do the photo op puck drop and then maybe get on a power play, see what they can do without risking getting him hit. I'm sure word is already gone out says kim to the flames to lay off of him if he does play thanks from kim well uh, i'm not so sure that the uh, the league has reached out to calgary kim but i would wonder whether or not evander kane has reached out to calgary and said listen uh, you better lay off him if we're gonna play him that's unspoken 
That's why you pay number 91 in orange and blue. And we will see. I'm not going to say that he is uh, you know, likely to play in this game, but it, they wouldn't rule him out today. So that's good enough news for me. NHL Today is brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Just uh, one game in the NHL tonight. Buffalo was actually just tied it up there at home against Montreal. Uh, they've got both uh, baseball championship series going on right now. And it looks like Arizona was up on Frank Saravalli's Philadelphia Phillies at last look. So uh, it'll be a much heavier slate of hockey action tomorrow night. Patrick Laine on the Jets IR after that ugly hit from Flames defenseman Rasmus Anderson, who, by the way, is now suspended four games for charging on that play, although the Flames are appealing it. Taylor Hall week to week with a shoulder injury and cracking forward Andre Burakovsky. He'll miss six to eight weeks following a procedure on an upper body injury. Bakersfield dropped their home opener 3-2 on Saturday. We'll get the full slate of details in the farm report with Condor's head coach Colin Chalk today at 6.35. Oil Kings losing 6-2 to Seattle yesterday at Rogers Place. As Friday, they're going to play Medicine Hat on the road. Rookie defenseman Blake Fiddler, we've talked a lot about him over the last couple of years since he went number one in the U.S. priority draft. Well, he's up playing for the Oil Kings now, and he's been named to one of Canada's U-17 championship teams as well. So we'll get to watch him represent the Maple Leaf. And the Golden Bears have sights set uh, where? No, they had the home-and-home with the Calgary Dinos. And hey, I didn't update the script, so let's uh, keep that one a secret and maybe see how they did. Uh, Yeah, they were at the Claire Drake Live, so that's that's great. That's great stuff, Brendan. Whoops! All right. That's what happens when you kind of impromptu have to host the show. Anyway, we are uh, taking you up to tomorrow's game. The Oilers uh, continuing on with what they hope is starting to put behind them, a frustrating start to this season. And frustrating is certainly an apt word for how the players have uh, appeared. And it doesn't mean that that's the tone and tenor for the whole season, but it does mean that some things need to uh, change now, you know. And uh, it's going to be harder to do without their captain. That's needless to say, but that doesn't make it any less... You can't use it as an excuse, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Simply put, you know, this should almost be more of a motivating factor. This should be guys rising to the occasion. Nobody's going to fill his shoes, but everybody should be looking inside themselves to ask what they can do extra for uh, this this team right now. The team is at 18 skaters, and because he's not on the long-term injured reserve, they don't get any salary cap relief. So welcome to the modern NHL. The Oilers literally cannot make a roster move right now to make any tweaks. So they've got what they've got. Any answers in the short term are going to have to come internally. And there should be no reason why these guys aren't looking at themselves in exactly that manner. 780-496-0063 is the number to text or call. Ed saying he's not panicking yet. Ron McLean saying last week he felt the Oilers had all the pieces to the puzzle. Vegas is a cohesive unit because they have their lines figured out right now. Do I think that there's a bit too much juggling going on in Edmonton? Ed is curious about that. 
Maybe. I was surprised how early they went to the uh, the nuclear option, if you will. If I was surprised how quickly they went to McDavid and Dreisaitl together. Doesn't mean it's the wrong move. They needed to change something after getting slapped 8-1 in Game 1 and then falling in Game 2 to Vancouver. They had to shake something up, and typically that's where he's gone. I don't know it's a long-term solution. You might be onto something there, Ed. But again, not a lot you can do without any sort of roster flexibility. Injuries are going to happen. It is 528 in Edmonton. We will hook up with Craig McTavish for uh, contract equipment when we get back from a Global News weather traffic updates with Randy Kilburn.